Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is a special presentation for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Here's Rick Uccino on the Believe Podcast Network. What is going on, everyone? Rick Uccino here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast channel and the Believe in Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. And we have a very special presentation for you today as my boy SP3 sat down this week with the MLW heavyweight champion of the world, Alex Hammerstone, ahead of Super Fight this weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. Excuse me, Charlotte, North Carolina. But before we get to that, uh, we have some, you know, housekeeping items to uh, to get to. Of course, this interview would not be possible without our good friends over at Bet Online. Football season, yeah, it's over. It's very, very sad, especially for us Bengals fans and the way the season ended. But basketball is in full stream, and I'm talking both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next coach fired is going to land, Bet Online number one spot for all of your sports betting needs head on over to the website use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe that is b-l-e-a-v to get started and it's not just basketball folks bet online is your source for hockey boxing ufc odds right down to olympic coverage even though the olympics are now over but anywho the next olympics you're prepared Sports, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online, your number one online wagering destination. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online is where the game starts. Also, since you're here, go ahead, hammer that thumbs up button. You have no idea how much that truly helps us spread our channel out there. And by the way, click on the subscribe button. If you click on the subscribe button and you follow both myself and SP3 on Twitter, guess what? You got a chance to win $50 at least to redacted. You know what? Redacted. I'm not going to tell you what you got a chance to win $50 to. Go to my Twitter page. Look at my pinned tweet. It's at Rick Uccino, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. Look at my pinned tweet. Follow the instructions. And boom, you're registered. $50. Cash money. You'll find out where when you go there. But enough of me blabbering. Time to get to my boy SP3 and the MLW heavyweight champion. Alex Hammerstone. Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. I am here with an exclusive interview for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast with MLW heavyweight champion Alex Hammerstone. Great to see you, sir. Hey, right on, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, a huge fan of your work, been following you in Major League uh, Wrestling for quite some time. But uh, first time I'm seeing you and talking to you since your big win, being the face of MLW, becoming the MLW heavyweight champion. How was that experience, that big, huge showdown with Jacob Fatu that was on Vice TV, huge spotlight for the company and for your huge win? How was that, uh, that emotional moment there? I mean, uh, after the moment itself, it was uh, a bit, you know, mixed bag because, um, you know, as you may or may not know, I had a pretty significant injury during the match. Um, So there's part of me that's worried about how bad the injury is. There's part of me about worried about how much it affected the match. Um, So I didn't quite get to just enjoy the moment as much as I wanted to, but still fantastic, still great. Um, And, you know, everything since then has been uh, just getting better. 
So tell me a little bit about that injury, because I know you've wrestled since you've been wrestling on MLW the last couple of weeks, but how is that injury, basically, the experience and recovering from it? Uh, you know, it was it was just a very severe uh, high ankle sprain that like tore some ligaments, um, but nothing was broken. Um, so basically, yeah, I had a, a little bit of time off, um, not wrestling at all, um, and then since I've been back to it, it's got a very thick, durable, sturdy brace that I wear at all times, um. Because it, it, I, you know, I still feel every once in a while move or shift in not quite the right way, and um, it's a reminder that it's still there. Um, but it hasn't held me back from from wrestling. Yeah, so you've been still being the face of major league wrestling, and you had a big time uh, change in MLW for you since your very beginnings in MLW. You've been a part of the dynasty. Your best friend Richard Holiday. And he recently turned on you and uh, made official his association with Alicia Toot. So how was it being turned on by Alicia and Richard Holiday, someone that you've been so close to over the past four years plus? Uh, you know, there's this old saying, it's lonely at the top. <laughs> um, it, it definitely feels that way right now. Um, you know... I've roomed with Richard and traveled with Richard for the last three years. Um, Charlotte's going to be the first time that changes. Um, it's it's weird. It's unexpected. You know, a lot of people say you should have saw it coming, but uh, I guess hindsight's twenty twenty. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to look for the silver lining, and the silver lining is this. Now there's a whole lot of wrestling fans that want to see me kick ass. <laughs> And uh, they want to see me kick Richard's ass. And I got a whole lot of motivation to do it. So um, if that's a match that comes to fruition, uh, you're going to see a little bit of extra aggression from your boy Hammer. Oh, I am sure of that. There's a lot of, you know, animosity there for the way he just turned on you. How much do you think that Alicia is in his is in his ear and kind of motivated this? You know who's to say? Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it that was part of the thing that was definitely out of nowhere. That was the last thing I expected. Um, but you know what? Uh, if she uh, if she went to the dynasty and she couldn't get her pick, she probably wanted the top dog, but she had to settle for for second place. Now she wants her man to be the champion. I guess there's only one way to get there. Yes, and, you know, a lot of people have been interested since this whole turn of events has happened because you guys weren't the only members of the Dynasty when it first started out. You have a uh, close relationship when MLW was first getting, uh, you know, a lot of spotlight with MJF, a part of uh, the Dynasty. What do you think his reaction to everything going on? And what's your reaction to the success that he's been having over in All Elite Wrestling? You all, I think, you know, his reaction is summed up with a single tweet he left out, which was WTF, <laughs> what the, f you know, um, so I think, you know, he's equally disappointed in Richard as I am, which, uh, which says a lot when you're talking about Max's, uh, character, but I digress, um, you know, Max, uh, I, it's incredible to see what he's doing over at AEW, um, you know, he truly is one of the absolute best 
guys going today, not just on the microphone, in the ring as well. He's phenomenal. I've always thought that, and uh, he just continues to prove it. Yes, he does. And you're proving yourself in MLW, but a lot of people in the wrestling world are always talking about this forbidden door. It's become probably like the most popular phrase in professional wrestling today. What's your thoughts on all these companies kind of interacting with each other and co-mingling? And what do you think MLW's place in all of this is? Um, when it comes to those kind of things, it's... uh. You really gotta, excuse me. You really gotta be careful, you know, how things are approached because it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it creates buzz, it creates suspense. But you know, you're talking about two companies working together, and a company's sole interest is always gonna be themselves first and foremost. Um, so to work together in a way that you both walk away benefiting, you both walk away with. Um, you know, taking away more than what you came in with. Uh, it's a hard thing to figure out some of the finer details. So as far as MLW, MLW doing that in the future with some of these companies, it's definitely not something that's off the table. Um, I don't know of any immediate plans of anything, but, you know, never say never. I know for me personally, if I have them my way, the door is open to anyone. Come on, walk through if you think you can take out the chip. So if there was anyone from outside of MLW that you would love to get into the ring, who would it be if you had your pick of the litter? Uh, you know what? I don't really have a specific answer for that. Um, you know, I'm really focused and zoned in on what we're doing right now. I got, you know, not only Davey Richards ahead of me this weekend, you know, now I have Richard Holiday wanting to get a piece. Still have to give, you know, so if I had a rematch with Fought 2, so there's so much left for me to do right now. I'm not really looking to other companies to see who, you know, who's what they're doing there per se. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'll just throw down the, the challenge. I'm, I think I'm the best heavyweight champion in pro wrestling. Prove me wrong. Well, you heard that from all the other world champions out there. Hammerstone is laying down the gauntlet. But you're going to have new challengers coming in. You mentioned a bunch of the, you know, the stars of MLW that are gunning for you. But, you know, at MLW Super Fight, February 26th in Charlotte, you got Killer Cross returning to MLW, former WWE star, former NXT champion. What's your thoughts on him coming in to MLW? And what do you, do you see yourself having to kind of cross paths with Cross? Uh, you know, I've known Cross for a long time. I knew Cross from basically the moment he got into the business. Um, and, you know, he's been something special since day one. Um, so as far as if I see myself having to cross paths with him, if he sticks around for more than uh, a cup of coffee, then that's inevitable because – he is just going to tear through everybody in his path until he inevitably gets to me. So, you know, depending on the, the length of his stay, um, I think that's more of a uh, when, not if. Yeah, and I would love to see that. That's definitely on the top of my list of dream matches in MLW if Cross is going to be there for a while. But one of my other dream matches is Alex Hammerstone versus Davey Richards, and we get that for the MLW Heavyweight Championship 
at MLW Super Fight. How different do you think Davey Richards is from all, all of your other opponents that you've had in MLW? You've had classics against Davey Boy Smith Jr. You've had classes against Brian Pillman Jr. You know, your match with Jacob Fatu, that great match where you won the championship. Davey Richards seems like such a different type of beast from everyone else that I just mentioned with his technical ability, MMA background. How are you preparing yourself for this? I mean, it's like you said, he's he is different. His ring IQ, his conditioning, his stamina, his uh, flexibility when it comes to a wide range of styles and the places he's traveled and the, the different styles he's picked up. It's um, it's a little bit intimidating, you know, and there was a part of me that, you know, started thinking, you know, man, I got to drop you know, 15 pounds for this match so I could come in and just go and go and go with him. Or I got to really get back on the mats and, you know, start practicing jujitsu and all these things so I could roll and keep up with him. But here's the thing. You watch guys like TJP try to out-wrestle him. It didn't work. You got guys like, you know, Bobby Fish tried to, you know, um, outlast him. It didn't work. Um, but what he hasn't had to face is someone who's just going to out-muscle him. and just going to outpower him. And... Um, that's what I bring to the table. So um, there's an old saying that says, if you do what you always done, you're going to get what you always got. And I'm going to do what I was always done. And what I always got was a win. So um, I'm going to smash him. I, I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm definitely looking forward to the main event of Super Fight. But MLW seems like it's like very different from where it was at the beginning of the pandemic. How has been like the experience from, you know, uh, you know, coming back after the pandemic at the end of 2020 to now you're the face of MLW, MLW heavyweight champion heading into their biggest show yet since the start of, since the restarting. Um, you know, it, it's, it's been difficult. It's been a kind of a rocky road um, because, you know, we, we had the hiatus during the pandemic. Then we kind of came back and released new content. Then there was another big hiatus that we had battle riot then there was another little bit of a break um but then uh ever since basically uh we came back and had myself first fought for the championship we've really we've been going steady we've got our feet back under us we've got a full schedule you know they've announced dates in different cities up through i think july at this point you know so it's uh the wheels are turning um i think we're back to firing on all cylinders People are starting to kind of settle into their roles. We got a lot of new talent. Um, and you're starting to see how they're fitting into the major, you know, storylines and things of that nature. So it feels good, man. I'm I'm super excited because, you know, um it was rough there for a second. It was rough there because it, you know, it felt like we had built up such good momentum that kind of got swept from underneath us. And uh to see it start to come back, uh, it's exciting. So I know you, I, like I said, I talked to you before we started recording that I know a little bit about your background from other interviews that you've done. And I really am uh, very much inspired by your story with kind of the risk that you took to take up a career in professional wrestling. Like, how do you how do you look back on your journey now that you've kind of hit a milestone if you if you kind of think about it as MLW heavyweight champion? You know, it's. <sighs> It's crazy because it's a blur, man. It, it just it goes by so fast. It's like, you know, I was talking um, 
you know, a, a friend over the weekend. I was on a show and we were talking. And we're like, when was that match? And we're like, oh my god, that was like six years ago, you know. And then a fan came to the merch table, you know, to the show I was on uh, Saturday, and um, you know, he's talking to me. He's like, hey, I remember seeing you here. It was man, it had to be like three years ago. I was like, okay. And then he came back, he pulled up the picture. He goes, Oh, actually, it was eight years ago. Um, you know, and it's just like it you start to look back and uh you realize like how long the journey took and how many times there was those really low spots, you know, to so to be where I'm at right now, like, you know, it's I feel extremely grateful. I'm very privileged, I'm very lucky. I've had a lot of good people help me. To be where I'm at, uh, and it's phenomenal. And um, but that being said, I'm not taking anything for granted, you know. So when these uh, with these big fights come up, I'm not relaxing because I feel like I've made it. If anything, I kind of take a look in the rearview mirror and realize all the BS I had to deal with to get here, and say I'm staying here. As you should, as you should. And you've already laid down the gauntlet that you're the best heavyweight champion. In the business today i gotta ask you because i do know a little bit about your background are you the best musician in wrestling today <laughs> uh man uh <laughs> I, as as soon as i say yes to that one there's gonna be someone posting up a video just blowing me away of them playing you know their uh respective instrument but um I, i'd like to think i'm pretty dang good at, uh, uh, at the whole music thing that's what i did before i got into wrestling um and now in the last uh last little while here that i've able to been able to kind of pump the brakes and you know not had to work a nine to five and all these things and been able to pick up some of my old hobbies and start playing a little bit more again i'm feeling pretty confident i feel pretty confident uh, i think i think I, I think you would be good i think there's a couple of people that would get mad if you did take that uh take that claim <laughs> and maybe we would get a battle of the bands in wrestling so not only the battle of the heavyweight champions but the other musicians of the world uh but one thing i did want to hack you because you have like a very like like i said a cool journey to coming becoming mlw heavyweight champion that included uh, actually getting tryouts with wwe and that's been a big spotlight among like fans and people in the business is basically their tryout systems their developmental system what would you say was the biggest positive that you saw from that experience being able to try out with the company three times and what would you say is the thing that you didn't kind of like about that experience um I think the biggest positive um, has to be the the kind of realization the first time I went there, because the first time I went there was very very early on in my career. Um, I, I basically got the tryout, you know, based off of them seeing like my picture and thinking, "Hey, this kid looks good." You know, it wasn't that I had earned it from having you know good matches or anything like that. I I kind of got lucky. They liked the way I looked. They said, "Hey, let's see what he brings to the table." Um, but that being said, the intensity of the workout and just the man, they try to break you. And, um, you know, a lot of guys get out of those tryouts and they, you know, they go on their social media and they're like, oh, it was a great experience. I, I gave them my everything. And I'm sitting there like I was there and I watched you break. I watched you crack. I watched you go sit on the sidelines and fake an injury because you couldn't keep up with the blow up drills. Um, 
it happens to a lot of guys. It's it's rough. Um, but I was, and I, I was just about there. Um, and then I kind of like getting out of that tryout so young, I realized like, man, if that's what they expect at the top level, like I thought I was taking it seriously before then, but I just kicked it into a whole nother gear. And um, so that's the probably the best aspect I was able to take away from it. And, you know, like, as for worst, I don't really have anything bad to say. You know, there was a time when I had, like, really sour grapes over the way the situation was handled. You know, basically thinking, you know, being told I basically had a job and then kind of having it feel like it was pulled away from me after I had already set up my life to move out there and moved out of my house and, you know, all these things. Um, I, I remember being like, that's such BS. I can't believe they do that to people. But at the end of the day, you got to realize it's a huge corporation with so many moving parts. You're not the most important thing in the world. The universe doesn't revolve around you. Um, and, you know, it, hey, I was able to get out of it, um, kind of change my approach to things and find success where I'm finding success now. And I'm very for, uh, fortunate in that way. Yeah, you're able to kind of use that kind of the catapult to the success you're at today. So what type of like advice would you give to someone who's kind of in that position that you were before your first tryout and kind of sees the landscape, maybe wants to get the tryout at WWE or maybe looking at the other option of going on the independent scene or going to another promotion? What type of advice would you give to that person in that type of position? It's it's really hard to work um for a specific goal like that that doesn't necessarily just um you know there there's so many things other than skill and effort required there's luck there's timing there's all the, all that plays into it but if you just focus on being the best at your craft if you take this seriously and uh approach all the angles of pro wrestling which means you know, being in shape, having a look, being able to cut a promo, being good and sufficient at pro wrestling, studying uh, those who came before you, you know, kind of like I always say for me, I dropped out of college to do this. So I like looked at it like I was taking different college courses. You know, you can't skip one of them and still expect to pass. It's not going to work that way. Um, so if you just kind of approach all of those things and try to, you know, be honest with yourself which is the, a huge thing in pro wrestling. A lot of people are very delusional. They don't face the facts about what they're lacking. If you do those things, the cream rises to the top eventually. There's nobody – a lot of people like to pretend that like, they just didn't get their fair shake, but I can't think of anybody who's actually like in great shape, looks great, has great matches, has a great promo, has a great character, and doesn't have a job. like. Those that doesn't exist. Someone will say, "Oh yeah, it does look at this guy." Meanwhile, he's you know a fat slob, and it's like, does do you have to be a bodybuilder to be a wrestler? By no means am I saying that, but that guy knows he has at least one area he could work on that he's not working on. You know, maybe there's a guy who looks like a million bucks and has good bashes and has a cool character and a cool entrance, but you give him a microphone and he doesn't know how to cut a promo and he doesn't try to get better. It's like. There's nobody who has all the skills and they're sufficient every way that's not getting um, recognized for. It doesn't exist. So if you take an honest look in the mirror, 
just work on everything you can. You know, don't leave any stones unturned. That way, there's no excuses but to but to get what you deserve. And you're you're proof of that, definitely. And I, I did want to ask one question because one of my favorite things about you, because I do like to like show casual wrestling fans different promotions. And one of the promotions I showed them MLW, and one of the things that really caught them about you is one of your catchphrases, your boy hammer. And he was like, he was like, there's something about that. It just stayed in his head after he saw it. So who came up with that? Was that something that you just thought of or something that someone threw to you? How did you come up with that? <laughs> um, I, I don't remember if this was the first time I said it, but I remember we were on a wrestling trip and uh, I don't remember if I was telling a story um or someone was like kind of like clowning on me in the car and i was just like you know but then if you think your boy hammer is just gonna sit here and blah 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 and they they started laughing They're like okay your boy hammer because like i was saying it kind of jokingly because it's kind of like you know it's kind of got that like i don't know like almost like a little gangster vibe to it it's like that's not me at all but in that moment i was kind of trying to be silly but everyone popped so big that i kind of like would say it as a joke and then I put it on a T-shirt, and then like next thing you knew, it was just like a thing. <laughs> Once something like kind of becomes a thing, there's no going back. It's it's there now. It's for the rest of my wrestling days. I'll be your boy Hammer. <laughs> it's got everybody hooked, and it it, it helps you sell T-shirts. That's always a great. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you got MLW Super Fight February 26, Charlotte, North Carolina. Your big match with Davy Richards for the MLW heavyweight championship uh please let the people know like we get a lot of fans on believe in pro wrestling mainly are just gonna watch maybe wwe aew but you know me as a fan i was stressed watching mlw because i feel like you guys give like a different perspective where you know you got cesar duran there so there's kind of like a lucha underground feel but you still have the quality wrestling you're in mexico which gives you a totally different feel from the latest wrestling but you yourself as mlw heavyweight champion what would you say to non-mlw fans why they should watch mlw weekly and why they should watch mlw super fight hey man it's it's a completely different flavor from anything else that's out there our shows are usually free to watch on youtube it's uh most of the time under an hour so it's like it's just i think you know i i did like a comparison to like um one of the major shows and you know you get like three times the wrestling for the amount of time that we take up on tv um so it's just like it's worth a shot give it a shot you know um but there's some really compelling characters there's guys that are inevitably gonna be the stars that go on to the companies that you're already watching or the flip side of that there's guys who have been stars at the companies you're watching now we're coming back and working with us um so we got this interesting mixed bag of uh of things and different styles different athletes different all kinds of things uh it, at the end of the day it's just different than anything that's out there so give it a shot and then as for super fight what <laughs> you can't get much better than that that's the one of our biggest cards of the year starting off if your first introduction is uh, Hammerstone versus Davey Richards. Uh, I have a really good feeling you're going to keep watching. Yes, that is, this is a big match, so definitely go out of your way to, to watch it. 
please let the people know how they can watch MLW Super Fight and where they can follow you on all your social media, Hammerstone. Uh, follow me on social media at Alex Hammerstone on Instagram and Twitter, Alexander Hammerstone on Facebook. Follow the MLW social medias as well at MLW or at Major League Wrestling. And um, as for product, it's on YouTube. We got our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. Um, usually all episodes air there. Sometimes there's some premium content that'll be some kind of pay-per-view. Uh, we're also on BN Sports. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's super accessible. It ain't hard to find. You got no excuses but to watch. And thank you so much for taking the time and speaking to me. Like I said, I've been a huge fan of yours and this was a great conversation. You have such a great story, such a, a, a personable type of uh, personality that it was great talking to you. Oh, yeah, man. This is great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. This has been Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast, exclusive interview with MLW heavyweight champion Alex Hammerstone. It is me. It is me, your true hill phenom, SP3. Like, comment, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time on Believe in Pro Wrestling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.